whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Guess what, y'all? We back! Part two! Creating and maintaining relationships, safe spaces under the same subject matter. And guess who else is back when I say we? Karen Sims is back, y'all! Relational Safe Spaces, episode two. Uh, this is about creating and maintaining. Sure, we talked some about, somewhat about creating and maintaining in episode one uh, when it came to truth and absolute truth and what this means with different people. We went there. Here's a challenge. We'll never deal, dive, deal with the challenges of creating and maintaining. It's easy to have a conversation with someone. For some of us. Some of us are introverts and we're not so, don't do so, so easily. But once we start engaging people, conversations start flowing. How do we maintain the momentum if we choose to maintain the momentum? And, and not only in creating, but in maintaining, how do we control our safe space? And you say, well, aren't you trying to be a control freak? No, I'm not talking about being a control freak. I'm still talking about maintaining your peace. In your space. Um, David Goggins, one of the people I favorably follow and listen to, who wrote the book Can't Hurt Me, he came up with um, this slogan about people who take away your peace, invade your space. He calls us soul snatchers. How do we guard ourselves against soul snatchers who come into our lives or we come into our lives and interact with us before we realize that they're taking more out of us than they're sowing into us. And then COVID-19, if nothing, nothing COVID-19 has not taught us, is not, if it's one thing it has taught, has taught us, should I say, is that relationships should be important on every level. Some may not agree with me on that. Some may. However, because of COVID-19 and social distancing and the things we went through the last year or so, if you would sit back and think, really think, then you could see that your life has been changed by COVID-19. In one way or another, regardless of your political or religious ideology, your life has changed, been changed because of this pandemic. On the personal level and on a professional level. So without realizing it, you may have had to create some type of safe space. And you may have struggled with maintaining that safe space or that personal peace. There's a text that says that he would give you peace beyond all thought for those who are of the Christian ideology and belief system. But even if you're not of the Christian faith, peace is something that runs throughout all religions. And even though some may profess to be atheists and some of my friends are, or even agnostics, peace doesn't have any bounds or boundaries. And when it comes to relational peace, there are no boundaries, except the ones you and I choose to set. And yeah, you've seen me go back and forth and high and low end. And then this, I'm bringing in Karen Sims again. Bring her in again, because in my conversations with her, one of the things she's helped me to achieve is more peace in my personal self, personal space. So, like the other episode in the text, you can find the links to what she does, Twisted Threads, LLC. I'm like this. 
I can talk about it. She can talk about it. If you really want to know, have a hunger and thirst for making a life change, you will go there. People say, well, why don't you just tell us? If you search for knowledge, as I have said for years, and you find the knowledge you're seeking, it belongs to you. No one can steal it from you. So when a soul statue shows up, they can't take what is already yours. They can want to take what you allow them to take. Some people say, well, you're talking about an extreme example, those who know of David Goggins. You can call him extreme. You can do your research on him and say he's way out there. I don't think so. If you want to know what extreme is, you go back to episode one, precondition to fail, and you know in hell what extreme is. Because my background, I came from extreme background. Where my memories were affected. My memories still affect to this day. But along the way, at the age of 58, I'm now with people, one of whom is going to be on this podcast when I shut my mouth up and talk about creating and maintaining self safe spaces and relationships. <laughs> so you may say, well, Alfred, boy, wish you could get us my edit this content and make it more smoothly. If I did that, that wouldn't be me and those who would listen to me for 2,000 plays. No, that's not me. Real and raw. To the point, sound effects, cough, you name it. That's me. Karen be a little smoother than that. But I don't know. She's been nibbling some chips. <laughs> Making sound effects in the background. I'm sparing y'all from all that. <coughs> I'm just giving you a little cough. So, uh, my cough is not COVID-related. If it was, I'm more than six feet away from me because this is being pre-recorded. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Karen, you can do what you want to with this act. Cause, yeah. Cause so- she, she's going to see another side of me because I'm kind of special. I, I I definitely appreciate, you know, being able to um, come back and um, being asked back. I think that's a good thing. That means I didn't mess it up too much. But one of the um, roles and positions that I play, um, I am a master life coach. And, and one of the areas that um, I really work a lot in is goal success. And so when we think about soul snatchers and those people who are around us, sometimes um, we want to safeguard ourselves from the unknown when oftentimes the soul snatchers are the people we already know. Um, so it really requires us taking inventory on who's in our camp. And um, if you go to um, my YouTube channel, you'll see um, some information on accountability partners. And I talk specifically about having accountability partners in your life because it's not just to help you get to a goal, but accountability partners will also help you evaluate the people who are around you. So just because this is your sister doesn't mean that they can't possibly be a snow, a soul snatcher. Um, but if you're looking through your rose-colored glasses, you only see one um, side of things. I love it because uh, one of my favorite, most favorite movies is Vantage Point. And it's the same story. Oh, wow, that it's a great movie too. <laughs> that keeps getting told from the perspective of a different person. And each time, each scene shows you something different about the same series of events. And if we look at life that way and think about how can we safeguard ourselves from not just the soul snatchers, but also the things that um, we talk about. I've got another uh, video entitled Under Our Reflections of Purpose, entitled Self-Sabotage. And some of us have been so used to only getting so far that will only go so far. So it's almost like that. Um, I call it the, well, I won't call it the butterfly effect on this one, but the, the, um, the butterfly with the jar at the top. I don't know. You know, I'm probably being infected by Alfred right now. We're going to make it do what it does. Um, but when the top is off the jar, after a certain amount of times of us um, experiencing failure, we won't jump as high as we did before. Maybe we just have forgotten to jump and thinking that no longer is the sky the limit, but um, we'll see our dream as being the limit and it will never jump off the ground if we don't believe that it'll fly past whatever that jar is in our life. So when you're thinking So is that those, jar like that safe space we're talking about here? How you absolutely. create and maintain it? Absolutely. So when you think about those safe places, you know, in, in um, the last episode, we talked about being careful of your safe places that they don't turn into cages for you or block you in. And so it's really important for us to 
remember that along the way we've got to take inventory on what's around us what's our objective are we keeping to the goal are there things that are in the way and a lot of times when i go through um the life coach process with um with my clients it's not that somebody comes to me and it's just like you know i'm not a tax preparer let me just put it like that you're not sending bringing your receipts over here and then coming back and and there's a a dream fulfilled but you do come and work alongside with me in a partnership to allow the opportunity for us to figure out what tools do you need to be successful for the goals that you will set out for yourself. And many of us as adults have not even thought about the process that it takes to get from start to finish. So how old are you when you're too old to do any of this stuff you're talking about? How old are you? What do you mean when you're too old? You're dead. That's the only time that you're too old to do it. Like this is this work um, can be anywhere from, and I usually work with young adults all the way to folks in their you know sixties and seventies. A dream doesn't have an expiration date. Like let's think about that. Dreams not having an expiration date, so you can you know step away from that uh, safe space. Well, I work two jobs. Okay, you can work two jobs, but why would you work harder for somebody else's dream than you will work for yours? This is about and one of the things I got kids. I get excited about is you get the opportunity. I got kids. That's wonderful. You should get them involved. I got. If you got children, I got bills to pay, and I'm broke. If you have children, you have free labor, but that's a whole. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got bills to pay. I'm about, I'm about broke. You got excuses, and when you get past them and work with an accountability partner, that accountability partner is gonna say, gonna ask you the question: Did you spend an hour this week on, on you know, creating objectives for your dream? Did you work on creating what you want your legacy to be? But that's not playing safe, is it? That's that's absolutely not playing safe. But I like my safe spaces. Y'all like my safe spaces. Yeah, safe spaces are boring. So, Nothing wonderful. So happened. how do we really create a safe space for all the chaos? That's a wonderful question, and I think the whole point of it is is expanding your safe place. And sometimes you just got to create a space for you to go back to. So when you when you need those moments of reset, you know, I share with my friend Alfred that my time at the water is a healing time for me. And so, you know, sometimes life like beats us up. It's like we in a round with Mike Tyson and trying to die so he don't bite our ear off. But life is hard at times and we got to figure out what are those things. Maybe it's a bubble bath for you. Maybe it's retail therapy. Honestly, is all of those things and much more for me but I try to get it in where I can so think about is it time with your family that maybe you know you're spending time with the kids and the grandkids and you get that reset opportunity this is how you maintain the safe space but you don't stay there you gotta go past it so that you're living a life that is worth living that's the biggest portion of this we want to make sure that not only are we living a life that's important and worth living while we're here but we also get an opportunity to create legacy for the life that will be lived after we're gone legacy and that's some white folk talk about uh-uh, no, you're not gonna go there. <laughs> sure, I am. Listen, because y'all, now, now y'all know I rarely ever bring in a racial thing, but here's the thing: in this time of COVID, you can look at the numbers, you can look, listen to voices around you in the streets, or have you go about your daily life. Seems like any other time in mankind, humankind's history, race has played its part, and race being Part of the equation, what I've learned is a lot of minorities going to come out of the COVID financially stronger than they were going into it because at the core of America's history, which is black history or Asian history and sexual orientation history, all these other types of this melting pot that we live in, COVID is not the first thing we've had to overcome. And out of every disaster, it's been those who were the foundational backbone of this country that came out stronger despite of being pushed back. And I'm bringing that into this equation because minorities have usually been the ones who created the greatest safe spaces and the greatest wealth coming out of things such as the pandemic. You can disagree with me if you want to. I'm going to tell you this. If you don't believe me, don't go by what a guy said on his T-shirt today I saw. They don't need Google because he has a wife. 
You go Google it, you'll find out that we have been the ones who came out. Yes, I'm a minority. My web my website Linktree has support black owned businesses or something like that up there. They support it. Thing is this, bringing this into the equation, for those of you of my audience, a limited number, I'm going to call for this, it's a limited number of minorities that listen to this podcast. I know my numbers. If you're listening, open your minds up to something that Karen and I talked about earlier today. Do not be afraid to diversify. Do not be afraid to step out of your safe space. And if you're not of that, if you are of the upper echelon that listen to my podcast in places like California, Japan, and places, those who make figures far beyond my... By the way, if you make a lot more money than I do, you have a conference, bring me in on it, because I'm ready to get some of your money, too. Les Brown once said the best way to get the money is to ask for the money. So I'm asking right now, y'all. Uh, if you follow my podcast, been over two years following me, I'm available. Find me on LinkedIn. We do stuff remotely. I ain't, I ain't scared. I ain't been scared since day one. When you were in my Lyft car and I was a Lyft driver, you said, I want to follow your podcast. Now follow my podcast and bring me some dollars, bring me some opportunity. Because in my current safe space, this is not just about sharing with Karen and encouraging minorities and encouraging you to live your best life. It's not what you have because fear and death does not recognize anyone. We all are fearful and we all eventually will die. However, if we can find what she's talking about now, I'm going to turn it back over to her, how to create and maintain that safe space, that place. We would definitely be living now our best life and live and leaving behind us some type of legacy. Here's one thing that goes beyond, you know, racial and cultural barriers and lines. It's the struggle bus. And it's what it sure is do. what came in my house call, every day. It's literally there are many of us, and I said it at the beginning of 2020 when the pandemic was going out, and people were like, what are we supposed to do? It's like, hold up. Um, we struggled before. We've seen struggle. We knew we had to figure out how do we feed the kids? How do we eat? How do we get from point A to point B? And now the world, and I have a series called The World is Waiting for Us. And the challenge is this. The world didn't know what to do when it was like, we need to go out and buy all of the toilet paper. For what? But now we've got to figure out, okay, how do we get past from a point of COVID-19 pandemic came with opportunity. And we saw many people lose their lives, and we could focus on just that. But in respect of those people who are no longer here with us, that should be a motivation for if you needed a reason for why you should be living your best life, this is the time for it. This is the time that you got to go away the things that were holding you back before and Push yourself forward. Diversify, as Alfred has already said. Don't make something just for somebody who is uh, African-American or only, you know, blacks only. That's the same thing. Or whites only. You are, you should be having a mindset, a growth mindset that allows you to push forward and say, how can I reach the most number of people across the world? See, we're not in this just for domestic clicks and likes, but it is about a global impact that we get a chance to make, but we got to move out of our safe space because our safe space is usually in our kitchen, our living room, our bedroom, and the only people we're going to reach there are the people who knock on our door. Now it's time for us to knock doors down at proverbially and figure out how do we get into spaces and, and allow people to hear our voice that is never heard of us before and as, as Alfred said some of that is getting to the dollar but mostly it's about how do we increase the impact yeah because there's one thing about this if you whether you agree or not and, and I love you to agree but if you don't hey that's you um a broke pocket pays no bills. Number one, we know that's common sense. But the ones who live truly free can jump on that plane, take that cruise, and not, I'm going I'm to I'm throw this in there, but come for my daily life. I'm going to throw it in there, y'all, because like, this is the more open-ended free relationship, like, creating safe space episode. On these dating sites, if you are a lady and you have been on one, and I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna tell you first. Let me put my disclaimer out there. I'm not a. I'm a traveler through books and reading and social media. I will eventually travel physically, but right now that's how I do it. I'm doing more locally. That's cool. But if you are a person, especially these dating sites, I'm using this example, who 
gives this image of a safe space in dating. That they are traveling and the only thing you could have done is a cruise ship. <laughs> you ain't travel. In my opinion. I ain't been on a cruise ship yet. I mean, I love to travel. Girl, I say that last year, two years for a cruise. If you love to travel, you can travel without saving up two years. That may offend somebody, th- those who may come to listen to this. And I'm saying that because there are new listeners I've discovered over the last few months. Because of the new logo, they were not listening before. They said, oh, that's so cool. That's so relaxing. Taking them back to that cruise. They see the oceanfront. They're going, oh, boy, I saved up on that cruise. No, no, I, no, I haven't been on a cruise. I would love to go on a cruise, but the type of cruise I want to go on is one that takes 14 days, 20 days. Somewhere like Liberia, Cuba, British Columbia, places like that where you see glaciers and you out there forever. And you come back home where you still got money in your pocket. Those kind of cruises I want to go on. I don't want no, I, I mean, I sure I'd be happy right now. By the time I could maybe go on a Bahama cruise for three days. But if I'm going to do two, three days there, I ain't going to charge in South Carolina and get a cruise and cruise the waterfront. That's not me, okay? But when it comes down to this freedom, safe spaces, all that stuff. You say, well, Alfred, this don't connect. Yes, it does. Connect what Karen was saying. When you do all those things and you live your fullest life, you're not only creating a safe space, you're creating revenues, not income, major difference, not paycheck, revenues that pay for your lifestyle. You say, well, Alfred, you ain't got, you tell us all the time, you ain't got nothing. Sure don't, not right now. Keyword, right now. Right now. Two words, right and now. Actually, three with an and in the middle. Right now. Because I'm full boy, I'm boy, what Karen talked about. That dream thing. Never too old. Is this, I'm saying these things to some of my newer listeners. If she listens now, the lady at Mayflower who saw my sign on my car from the parking lot from behind the counter. I don't know your story, lady. I don't know why you're working in this seafood restaurant. But I know you asked me about the sign on my car promoting the podcast. It was almost 100 yards away that stood out in the scene and reached out to you. If you're listening to, if you listen to this podcast, don't just sell over where you're at, my sister. You're so much more than that. If you had, if we had more time, I would have told you this. I would have been transparent with you and said, this is what I do, Lyft driver, work for this government job. That, but I'll also t- share with you that what you sow, that we hear in the church world, you will also reap. And if you choose not to believe in a God of sustenance, but a God of abundance. And if you're an atheist, you do believe in abundance, and you can say you don't get it from God, but you get it from the natural world. Abundance comes to those who believe they will achieve it one day. Don't just settle, y'all. Hit Karen up, what she's talking about. Watch her YouTube channel. Hear her voice. This is a lady who's reared kids, support, encouraged her grandkids, got them going certain ways, doing certain great things. Y'all know my story. You see me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I ain't sitting blab on it because it's not about me right now. It's about us talking about safe spaces, creating and maintaining them in relationships. Because the lady in the store, that was a relationship with me. I formed a relationship with her. She said, what's that in your car? Now how do I access it? She didn't know she was getting into. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. But she accessed, she accessed it at some point. This is for the young man in my car who was talking about big, fat, booty girls. And I turned him around to talking about, at your age, you have years of life in front of you. What are you good at? How can you work on what you love to do so you don't have to be sweaty in that restaurant doing what you don't want to do? Because you see, if nothing else beyond this podcast, those who have listened to me in the past and are listening to us now, this podcast is a safe space for you. Even within the darkest of subjects, is a safe space for you. You can replay it over and over again. Something will speak to you. I know it does. Because people let me know it does just that. I'm, and you see the rollercoaster ride of emotions I go on every time. I go even deeper when I have guests on, like Karen. If you don't believe me, go back to Jared Tucker's interview and Dominic's interview. Dominic, who said, I will not leave for my daughter what I had left for me who reconnected 
Dom, Dominic, oh God, he's uh, demolitioning something. You'll find it in old, old episodes. Uh, black man, African American, started out push lawnmower, homemade signs. Less than seven years turned six figures. Created a financial legacy for his daughter. I cried interviewing him. I keep pushing you back to older episodes because there are stories there. Larry Diglio, love story of a hundred some days. These are real people, y'all. How does this relate to this? It relates all to this conversation because these individuals found their safe spaces post COVID, prior to COVID-19. These individuals are still moving forward in their safe spaces. Karen's got stuff she's added. She's going to add some more once I shut up. But right now, I felt the need to come in and say, this is still real. Follow, subscribe, support. Or Anchor, Spotify, wherever. iTunes is even better because they pay better. <laughs> but uh, I have radio too as well. Uh, on my CPR use things. But all said and done through it all. This is the time to live your best life. Don't let soul snatchers stop you from doing it because you love your soul snatcher. It's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your significant other, your booty call, whatever it is to you. Now I'm going back to the hyper side of this with Karen. Guess what, y'all? We back. Back. Part two. Y'all say, say, who are y'all? You know who you are. You're my listening audience who proudly support Life is About More Than Living, the podcast. And this time's Relational Safe Spaces Part 2, Creating and Maintaining, Creating and Maintaining, Creating and Maintaining Relationship Safe Spaces, featuring, not just having a talk, featuring Karen Sims. That's like coach. Now, you can read a bio. You can follow our website. I'm not going to tell you all about that. You can look it up yourself if you want to know all about it. But we'll say is though, we get rid we'll bring something. I don't know what it'll be. We just recorded the whole thing about 30 minutes and I hit the wrong button and deleted it. So y'all know how I do. Uh, anyway, those who listen to this podcast, keep, it's always just be called Keeping It Real. This is keeping it as real as it's going to get. Get, get, whatever you want to call dialect, you know. But please support this podcast. Subscribe to it. Follow it. Drop, do whatever you have to do. Uh, Karen Sims, I went there a few moments ago. I'm going to go there. I'm going to pick up where I left off. Because this is real for me. Speaking the heart. Impromptu. Doesn't matter who you're with. It doesn't matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter what you achieved in life. If you don't take control of your own peace and maintain your own, when it comes to relationships, if you work to create the life you want, whether you're working five jobs or whatever number of jobs, if you value your dream enough to live your dream as if it's a reality, then you don't come making statements, especially in the faith world. I say faith world, not speaking against anyone else, but there's a text that Christians believe in, or those who claim to be Christians believe in heavily, that faith is an evident demonstration of things though not, not yet be held. In other words, you're claiming something you can't see as if it's real. And if you're not a Christian or whatever faith you have, religiously speaking, but you're pursuing something you can't see, then you're claiming it as if it's there, though it's not real yet. Same thing. Uh, we can make all sorts of excuses. Hide behind all sorts of people. And we Pretend that they are a safe space. But they're not. They're not. Unless we connect with people who are real with us. People who hunger for something in life like we hunger. As so I pick up where I left off, there's a lady at a seafood restaurant in Greensboro. But notice my sign on my car. And it stands out. Life is about more than living podcasts where you can find it. They go, well, she's about 100 yards away. And that spoke to her. So she follows it. 
Now I believe. She said she would follow my podcast. She clicked the phone and found it. To you, my dear sister. Yes, I'm the guy that blew Nissan with the Batman, the podcast side. Do not settle for where you're at. For you so much more than that. This paycheck you get weekly by weekly, however you get it, you so much more than that. It's caring her how like when she starts talking about the age thing doesn't matter and all those other things. You so much more than that. To the young man who said he can subscribe to the podcast, you're so much more than that. Your job that you go to. I'm so much more than the job I go to. I say I woke up late. Others were told me I woke up on time. I was 45 years old. But by the time I turned 45, I had already been a firefighter four times engaged in two rescues. Life and death on the line. We're about to enter the divorce stage of life. And go down that well of darkness, I call it, sometimes. This podcast is real. Creating safe spaces is real. People help me to create safe spaces. This woman, Karen, who's going to talk a lot more as I shut up once I shut up, going to point you to some resources she has available for you. But none of this stuff matters if you don't move. Nothing matters I say, nothing she will say will matter if you don't move. We gotta move. Some people say, you don't have no time in life. When's the last time you checked your clock? Last time I checked, the clock has 12 hour rotations. Two 12 hour rotations equal 25 hour a day. So what's the difference in what you have and the multi-millionaire has? It's the time. Karen talked about some things in the other episode recording that we got deleted. They recorded whatever. She's, I bet she'll go there again. The playing field is level in spite of COVID. Question is, are you going to get on the field? That's a big thing there. You know, when we start thinking about all that, um, it's right in our view. And a lot of us, when we think about safe spaces and and, um, trying to stay in them, as we mentioned in the last episode, we don't want, we want to be careful that we don't create a safe space with so many restrictions that it then becomes a cage and boundaries for us not to spring forward. As Alfred mentioned, um, one of the benefits that actually have come out of this pandemic and COVID-19 and all of the things is that many of us had to go back in our memory and reflect on, you know, when we rode that struggle bus, when things were difficult for us. But now we are in a different place and we get to see that when we started living life, life became worth living and so that was a series wow. of choices said again when we started so living what ah, let me see if i remember it you know sometimes when we started we living life life became life worth became worth living when we when we started living life life became worth living and some of us are trying to do this in the reverse like we want life to be worth living and then we're going to live it no it's about your actions it's about what you take from day to day it's about what it is that you take from your vantage point and say you know what this is looking this way for me but you know what happens you literally can flip things upside down talking to your children talking to the people who are closest to you the people who you want to make impact with i love it because one of the things you know when we think about nielsen ratings and all of the things that come where they'll say yes these are the things that the people want you know how they know what the people want they go ask the people it's not a hard thing and many of us are trying to figure out where do i start uh google university youtube college (laughs) these things are out here for us so that we don't have to kind of move the same way that we did technology is a blessing for us right now because even as we're recording for this podcast this is something that probably would not have been available to either one of us years ago well i'm gonna stop it right there podcasts have been around forever but we haven't seen the value because the selected group of certain income bracket tapped into them certain educational groups tapped into them Agree with and that hurts. That. It hurts me to realize. I, you know, it hurts me. It kind of bothers me when I look back over some of the research I've done. And if you're a minority, I'm talking about raising a little bit different this time. There's a lot of strong minority podcasts out there that covers everything from finance to writing books to breaking into entertainment. We have a strong, a lot of strong voices out there. 
Do I follow all these voices? No, but they're, like she said, Google University. If you have an iPhone or Android, if you have an Android, go to Google Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, go to iTunes. If you don't believe me, if you uh, listen to iHeartRadio like I do good iHeartRadio, Spotify, go there. If you're a minority, your voice has been out. The voice for you has been out there for years. But like anything else, until you go looking for it, you won't find it. If you are like, I'm going to just say it like this. You can look for a relationship. I'm, I'm going to be kind of cheesy on this one. Some of my adult listeners, I hope all y'all are adult. You can look for a relationship. You can look for a booty call. Both will give you some sex, but one will give you sex on an ongoing basis, and one will give you sex for a little while. <laughs> you can look for a job and a paycheck. You can paycheck weekly, bi-weekly, daily. Depends on how you work. Or you can look for a screen, something to create a stream of revenue while you sleep, while you're working your job. And that stream of revenue may be $20 a month, but guess what? That's $20 a month you didn't work for. I use the, common, the, the analogy of booty call and sex because it's the same thing. You gain from both, but which one has a long-term benefit? In your safe space. Don't get quiet at me now, Karen. I, not a quiet moment. You know, one of one of the things that I want to kind of go back and and um, talk about the difference of not only is there a history of podcasts and understanding the strength of our voices as we share our voices, but as Alfred has already mentioned, this um, the point that I wanted to bring forth is that technology has changed, yeah. and so what it took. 15, 20 years ago to be a podcaster is money and resource. It was more, you needed more than a phone and maybe <laughs> a fancy microphone. Like, you needed a lot of different things, but even as... You, you need know, a producer. You, a lot of people need a producer. You don't need a producer now, you can have. And you know how that works when you get a producer <laughs> on these casting couches and whatnot. Oh, you, what you gonna that's, get that's, is trouble. That's our industry. I ain't gonna go down What you road. gonna get is trouble, but now you get the opportunity, you know, at for... Um, you know, sponsors and supporters like Anchor and other um, avenues that we get to say, how do I get my voice out there? The biggest thing that we've got to understand, you know, my thing is always talk about not disqualifying ourselves. You think that somebody doesn't need to hear your voice, but understand that as big as Oprah is, she's not going to reach everybody. As big as Steve Harvey is, he's not going to reach everybody. There are names that get introduced to us every single day. I'm going to cut off on that one. Yes. Is that you want to name... One of my favorite people, Steve. They reached people when they were nobody because somebody needed what they wanted to that hear. That part. And that's the important part of it is that they didn't disqualify themselves. They said, I'm going to open my mouth. And I'm going to keep opening it until somebody pays attention. Many of you, that's all you need to do. You know, in, in my series, I talk about the world is waiting for us. And how Where's that at? The, you can find that on YouTube, Twisted Threads, LLC. Thank you. <laughs> and more information about how you can follow me. Um, I know um, I appreciate Alfred for sharing that information. But the biggest thing about it is there is something that only you know about and and I don't want to say it in a sense like you're the only one who know but you're the only one who knows it the way that Alfred knows it you're the only you're the only one who knows it the way that Kimberly knows it Monica you John Mark you are the only one who will reach the people who you connect with and so it may be a thousand people talking about how to lose that five uh five pounds but somebody's gonna listen to you and hear your journey how did you move from uh your full-time job to my last day um, not being a millionaire. Come on now. There, there are ways for you to do this. How did you start your podcast? I know Alfred always talks about he hit him up. Let him know that this is something that you want to do and he'll share details with you. The same type of thing. I'm I'm a YouTube content creator. How did I get to be that way? Yeah, I'm going to jump back. I'm going to jump back to this, especially with this Anchor app and there are the pros and cons to it. Yeah. Uh, like any other app, however, there's a lot I've seen I had actually left, it's not an offense to anyone, I actually left the Facebook anchor community because a lot of, a lot of what was said is a lot of what Karen is talking about. But you need this kind of equipment, that kind of equipment, that mm-hmm. kind of equipment. I don't, I don't deny that. It's great to have a producer, editors, and all this other stuff. It's awesome. And maybe one day I will have all that. But the app was originally created to do what Karen said. 
for ordinary people to get their voice out there. They had no other way to get their voice out, like blogging used to do. And they became so strong. And this is my best commercial for this app ever, probably. It became so strong a platform that Spotify spent millions of dollars to purchase it and control it. So think about it. Something was created for ordinary day-to-day people who had no platform for their voice became so powerful that corporate America bought it up. Going back to what Karen said, tying it together, your voice is powerful. Don't be afraid who's going to buy your voice. That's good. That is good. And knowing that, you know, we say this a lot and we hear the you matter, we hear black lives matter, we hear all lives matter, whatever side, your voice is important. And the reason why it matters is because only you can make the impact that has your imprint on it. So I can't do your work for you. Alfred can't do your work for you. But we can be here to come alongside you and motivate you to remind you life is worth living. It's what you make it. It's we got to get out of um, always staying in our safe places and understand, you know, the thought that came to my mind is that of a turtle. And when the turtle wants to go into a safe place, it retracts and the head and the arms and everything goes back into its shell. But you know what happens when the turtle is ready to go back out and live life? The head comes out, the feet come out, all of that. And then the turtle is ready and equipped. We've got to think of our safe places similar to that turtle. Because sometimes the turtle is not moving fast, but the turtle will move forward and so as you're thinking about what ways your life can be impacted just by you because you got to impact you first before you impact the rest of the world that's an important part of it as you impact yourself and change your own mind the rest of the world will literally be waiting for you as you move forward so super important a lot of specific points that we talked about i know it's a lot but you get a chance to reflect on what areas can you do better and make sure that you're living white life why because we hear people say all the time life is too short for some of us life is too short for some of us we made life so boring that it's too long we want to bring some excitement into our lives and you know thankfully you get this podcast to uh, add some things to your daily life and your world and share it so that other people could hear, you know, how can I create a life that is worth living? Some, as I said, often that fear and faith cannot live in the same house. And I have talked about that in line with what the thoughts are behind it. And I have agreed with the thoughts that they cannot. But right now, though, in this moment, I feel they can. Fear and faith I believe must live in the same house. They just can't they just can't occupy the same bed or the same room. You need to go in that fear closet to assess what's holding you back, what kind of stronghold stronghold it has over you. Fear prevents us from stepping across the street into traffic. If it's a positive stronghold, use that fear. If it's a negative stronghold, don't use that fear. Don't sleep in that room with fear. But you know you're sleeping in that room with fear and gain wisdom, such as knowing not to step across the busy intersection, not to take a chance that you know with people, not to take an unnecessary risk with people who has a track record of leaving people worse off than they found them, then yes, step into that fear. But I encourage you to live more in that room with that faith that thing cannot be seen. Same house, two rooms. That room of faith where when you go to sleep at night, your dreams take over you periodically from time to time. And then you wake up in the morning like, wow, wow, I know I got to go to work today, but I'm going to make 10 minutes to work on this. I'm going to make 20 minutes to work on that. Wow, I'm going to talk. I'm going to do as Les Brown suggests. I'm going to talk to three people about my, about my dream. You only have one that cares about it, listen to you. The other two don't care, but you got one. If they don't listen, so what? You shared it. You put it into the universe. You put it out there. You spoke into things that are not as if they were. And no one can steal that from you. But it all begins with what Karen has emphasized over and over again. begins with your voice. A voice of one. An audience of one. 
Life is about more than living, not because of Alfred or none of my great guests or future guests I'm having this platform. I'm bringing back one of my other guests soon, next couple of months. She's from Japan, and she can speak a lot of great things into your life, her marketing and stuff. But beyond those types of people, you're the voice of one that wakes up every day. I like what Denzel has said, and it's been challenging and researched, and he's credited with saying it. I think I watched the video when he actually said it. And regardless of your religious persuasion, when you get out of bed, if you are playing off, let me make sure I get it right. Some of us get out of bed, our shoes under a bed. That's how mine is. If you that's, that's part of your scenario, oh, you got slippers, whatever. If you get out of the bed, take time to get down on your knees. Whether you pray to a God or not, take time to get down low. I say this because when you're low, you can always look up. Some of you may do it through exercise, get up and want to do push-ups, do whatever. You're down low. Somebody will say, well, why low? Because when you're low, you can always look up. And as Les Brown would say, when you down low, you look up, you can get up. But for me, I like it like this. In my lowest moments, I find my greatest courage. I'm like this. The old quote, this proverb that says, a quote that says, a coward dies a thousand deaths, a hero only one. You can be the hero of your own life story by maintaining and creating your own safe spaces, but not living in them to the point of being, as she said, that turtle. The turtle goes in. He doesn't live in a shell. He visits it. This is a safe space to escape for a moment, for whatever reason. If you're able to get a chance to go on a nature trail, a nature spot which turtles live at, there's safety, some of them, and I have. When the turtles come out, they swim around the lily pads and everything, and their heads out, and they're pushing the water back, and they're moving, and you see baby, everything else. But often when they die, they took the heads in, they go under. It's that safe space. I'm playing on what she said. These two episodes, like the last one, are very emotional for me. Because I know not what happens about to happen in the next phase of my life. None of what I really do. But I know my vision that I have in my heart, my spirit, my mind, the thing I'm perceiving is far greater than it was coming into 2021. When I talk to people face-to-face about 2020, they want to go down negative spiel. I'm like, okay, so are you not here? How many people are not here? Because of COVID-19. Well, I share with Karen, and we, I'll be honest with you, we've been traveling a little bit. We've seen some things. Some of y'all may hear the podcast. I say, oh, that's who, whatever. I really don't care. What I care is that I have a person here who speaks life into her, not only those who care about her, those who want her words. She speaks life in the inner one. We're in a restaurant, people talking with us. Matter of fact, Okay, we got some super sweet desserts we're going to eventually eat that's going to hurt our guts because we had conversations. You said, well, how does it play with podcasts? It's like this. Our safe space is supposed to be enjoyable places, creating and maintaining, not something to hide like a hermit, a place to retreat and to grow and to rejuvenate. And if it may eat some, some dessert and put an extra pound on you, so what? You said, well, Lord, I can't carry another pound, child. Don't you try to lose weight? I got to get a big candy figure this summer and... And everything, and you know, I'm going to do these push-ups. But here's my question. So you do it for this summer. But you can't make it a lifestyle. So what happens if you don't see next? What can you, what, why don't I just make it a lifestyle and try to maintain some of that change? It might prolong your life a little bit longer. Well, you know, we don't know where we're going to go. That's, that's true. We don't. But if you worry about dying, you'll never start living. Mm. That's good. Don't be in your 40s like I was. I had a great life. I see a great interaction with some other people in that life. But I was dying inside. 
Don't die, don't die a living death. Safe spaces is just that. Places to escape to, not places to live in. But enough of that. Karen, I'm going to take us out. She was a special guest, and I'm going to shut up. Larry. Take us home. So just, take us all home, Karen. I appreciate it. You know, everything you said definitely has so many spaces and, and, and just crevices in, in the world. But here's the deal. Um, eat the cake, because I need you to know this cake is guilt-free. Why? Because we walked up and down different places. We're going to get our 10,000 steps in, and we're going to eat the cake. And sisters, it, it, we may not be bikini ready, but you better get that two-piece anyway. Why? Because if they don't like what they see, they get the chance to look away. But at least we know that we took the risk. We did what we needed to do to live the life that we thought we deserved. And that's the thing, brothers, you as well. Many, um, you know, of you all, as we think about Father's Day upcoming and the celebration of what our gentlemen mean in our lives. Um, you know, y'all not going to get the same celebration maybe as, as some sure of us have on Mother's Day. Anyway. <laughs> as Mother's Day, but you are still worth celebrating. Your life has not only meaning, but impact into the world. And so, you know, we're glad to have this opportunity to remind you. Um, your safe space might be that you've been so busy only taking care of your family and your responsibilities that you forgot to dream you forgot to make sure that it's okay to spend all day working at somebody else's job to fulfill their dream but make sure that you use your salary your income to support and build your own dream many of us are financing our dream with our everyday job and it's totally fine for you to do that until the time comes oh i'm claiming that one what when they write the check when the sponsor comes when the when the gig comes that we don't have to worry about anything else that comes after it and you know what's between there and where we are right now you your support of what it is that we're doing but also that we get to impact you because we never know you may be the sponsor that we're looking for and something that we say touch your life enough or you know whisper it down the alley tell them the great things that you're hearing on this podcast and all of the things that are impacting your life you know i'm appreciative of um this new partnership and collaboration that i have with alfred and that we get the opportunity to impact your lives not just in frivolous ways i did mention we gonna eat the cake but it's part of us living life because now we understand a little bit better of what this means um not just to eat the cake but to celebrate life because we only get one if we misuse this one we don't get another one after it's all done so live this one what to the wheels fall off act like it's the only life that you have because it is thank y'all and please support this podcast and anchor give it a try you never know what you might get you might find a following somewhere it's not a following, at least you told part of your story. Uh, by means of Anchor app. And I get paid for you using it. Thank you. Uh, besides all of that, uh, thank you, Karen, for bringing us home. Until the next episode, have a great life. But make that great life the life you choose to create.